Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Hey there, Strong Roots. I'm John Hill. I'm actually Kristen's husband. I don't know if that was made clear in the past weeks in which we recorded this, but um, I'm so excited to be hosting the podcast this morning. Kristen actually told me when we considered this series, she says, John, I'm in charge. You're not in charge. But uh, we actually flip-flop because this morning's conversation, um, I think, is really relevant to Kristen's life. And before we get into it, I just want to say, Kristen, you do an amazing job hosting this podcast. And I'm so proud of what you and the leadership team of women that you put together is doing for the women of this community and the time and the effort you put in to make something that's excellent. And I can't think of a better listener or podcast host in the country than you. So uh, I'm proud of you and what you produce. Now, today we're going to talk about where to turn when things get dark. And I know that Kristen actually, in spite of the radiance that you see on her face all the time, has actually had to deal with a lot of issues of darkness in her life. So I just want to start by asking you, have you gone through a dark season since giving your life to Christ? And how did you respond? I went through a really dark season right after I chose to follow Jesus. I think so much of my life had been lived apart from Christ. So there was so much sin and so much darkness that God was having to shed his light on. And it was almost too much to take. I was overwhelmed by negative emotions, negative thoughts, negative everything. And I mean, honestly, at that time, I didn't want to live. I honestly prayed every day that God would take me because I imagined if I had to live this way the rest of my life, I didn't want to live anymore. Right. This was right at the start of our marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long would you say that you were dealing with that darkness? Probably five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, did you invite Jesus into that dark place? If yes, what uh, what did that look like? Every day. Mm-hmm. I think I think it looked different, and I think I sought Jesus in multiple different avenues. I think I sought other Christians other Christian ministries, um, mm-hmm. like literally anything. I did 12 steps for it. Um, I prayed to him every day and asked him to come into every area of my life and heart, and mm-hmm. I asked him to take this from me. Yeah. And it was years of him not taking it from me. It was multiple prayer ministries where nothing changed. But I know that God was working. I know that he was changing me in the midst of that. But it, in that darkness, it was so hard for me to see those changes. Right. Man, so many questions that come from that. I think the first one that comes to my mind, in the beginning you talked about um, so many people you shared with about that. Um, I know that you were pretty discerning about that. Can you describe who you would talk to about that and who you decided not to talk to about some of the darkness that that you were struggling with? I think you were the person Mm -hmm. I talked to most. Um, But I always talked up. Because I was leading a lot of ministries, I was doing youth ministry, and I never talked about the deepness of my dark period with the teenagers, with people. I would maybe say I was struggling, but I would never divulge at the, the amount that I was struggling mm-hmm. with people who I was leading. I always shared up. So whether it was my sponsor at the 12-step program, or it was you, or it was a Christian counselor, I always shared with people who were farther along in their faith and who could handle this darkness, because I never wanted to unload my darkness on someone who couldn't handle it. 
right? Because you're asking someone to help carry your burden mm -hmm. and you didn't want to put a burden on somebody who didn't know how to carry it. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it'd be hindering to them. Yeah, and hindering to you. Because mm -hmm. if you give someone stewardship of that, they might look at you and say, well, you're messed up, you know, you're terrible, rather than saying, hey, here's a light, right? Right. Right. Uh, I think another thing that you talked about is how God lets you carry that burden of darkness for so long. Like you mm -hmm. asked him so many times to take it away. And there were a lot of times where he said, you know, my grace is sufficient for you. Um, how did that make you feel towards God? Maybe this is surprising, but I think my relationship was stronger for it. Mm -hmm. I think I had to be so reliant on mm -hmm. him. I literally couldn't get through a day without him. Mm -hmm. I Every moment was so focused, laser focused on him because he was my only hope. I knew he was the only thing that was going to get me through this. And yeah, my relationship has gotten stronger. It was stronger through that, but it's stronger now because of it. And I wouldn't wish that season on anybody, but mm. I'd, I wouldn't, I would go back in a heartbeat to have the relationship I have with Jesus today. Mm. Yep. Yep. And I've seen, I've seen God work through you in so many ways. I mean, I think in so many ways he used that experience to refine you. Mm -hmm. It was a forge that brought out all the gifts that, you know, were, were there but needed refinement. And today, you know, you're the leader you are because of that hard time. And I think it crushed a lot of pride. I think I was mm -hmm. a very prideful person before Christ. I was, everything was all about me. And I think in God's grace, this refining dark period, and not that I don't still struggle with pride, because mm -hmm. I do, but like... Right. It sure, I, there's nothing to be prideful about. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in my life that was worthy of boasting except for Jesus, which is such an amazing place to be, as crushing right. as it was. Right. Yeah, Paul says in Corinthians, you know, he was given a weakness and he pleaded with God to take it away. But God said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And that's mm -hmm. why Paul rejoiced in weaknesses and insults and in slander and persecution so that Christ's power may be made perfect within him. Yeah. And it's so cool to see you manifest that, mm -hmm. you know? And I think for so many people, we read that verse and we're like, I don't know if that's really true, God. I mean, is your power really made perfect? But for you, I mean, you are the manifestation of God's power being made perfect through that dark time. You kind of already hit this, but I want you to expand a little more. How has your faith and relationship with Jesus changed since you've gone through that dark season? You hit on the pride thing, but I know there are a few other areas that you'd love to, to give to us. So, How my relationship with Jesus has changed? Mm -hmm. I, think, I think you said this, but I think... I learned how to talk to him. Mm -hmm. I learned how to put him first in my Bible reading. I learned how to put him first in every area of my life, even insignificant things mm -hmm. that I never allowed him in before that point. Because mm -hmm. most of the days it was the little things that were the most destructive. That would, mm -hmm. I'd be going through my day and it'd be something little that would just all of a sudden slam me back into that dark place. And so I think it really taught me how to keep my thoughts captive how mm -hmm. to focus on what is true regardless of my feelings and emotions. And I had never created that spiritual discipline or needed to create that spiritual discipline before this season. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you struggled intensely with this for five years, this darkness and you know depression and anxiety that mm -hmm. um, was manifest in a specific way in your life. But um, do you still struggle with it today? Not as much. Um, but definitely, I think yeah. there's times where I struggle with depression and loneliness, specifically loneliness, I think is something that God has allowed in my life um, to draw me closer to him because there's no amount of people, there's no amount of 
things or stuff that I can shove that will fill that void. And I know in my life, it's that internal spiritual mechanism that draws me to Jesus because he is the only one who can fill that void in me. And even even when I am seeking him, there is still that loneliness that I think will only go away when I stand before him in heaven after this life is over. So how would you say that walking through this dark period has changed the way that you viewed other people who are struggling in darkness? It has changed everything. Mm -hmm. I think before this period, I had no compassion for people. Right. I was that person that'd be like, why can't you just get over it? What's your problem? And no empathy, no compassion, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get on with it. Mm -hmm. And because of this dark season, I have so much compassion. I see myself in them. I see the hope in the future that Jesus has for them in them too. I think there's nothing that anyone has told me that I haven't thought, done, or heard. And it just gets me excited to meet people where they are and to let them know they're not a weirdo, they're not alone, that they're not the only one feeling that way. I think that's one of my favorite things I get to do when I meet people one-on-one is to say I have most of the time, it's I have, I have felt that exact same way, or I have gone through that, or mm-hmm. I have know someone who has. Right. And th- the weight that's lifted off their shoulders when they hear that, because that's what Jesus did. He came to live life down here and go through everything we go through to lift that weight off of us and to know that we are not alone and that He is here to carry our burdens right. and to restore us and to make him more like make us more like Him. Right. Mm-hmm. So what are like in I mean we you carried this for five years and it was a big sense of darkness and anxiety and depression mixed with some other things and in the midst of that time what are some physical things that you did that got you through this because I know there's a lot of people listening who are like okay like you had to walk through it for five years I don't know if I can do it for five years and if you knew at the start it was gonna be five years long I don't know if you would have thought that you could do it but what did you do to get you through it I think some of the obvious ones that maybe people don't think about are I still worked out. I chose to eat healthy. I We went to bed at a good time so we could have sleep. I think so often that mm-hmm. depression and loneliness and all those things are so much stronger when we're not getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. But also, I still continue to serve the local church. Yep. I still chose to support you and love you and serve you and my kids. Mm-hmm. I think those are things that I I didn't want to do. I wanted to be on the couch. I wanted to binge watch Netflix right. or some kind of cooking show right. <laughs> and not do anything. But through God's grace, he allowed me to continue to do things that would benefit me, not only in that moment, but for our future as well. Right. Right. Um, so bonus, final question. If a friend was going through a dark season or situation, how would you respond? What would you encourage them to do? Follow Jesus. I know that's really simple, but I think the best thing that I did, all those things I just said, but the best thing I did was continue to read the word. Amen. Continue to pray. Continue to believe his promises over my feelings. Mm -hmm. And if anyone is going through a dark period, keep doing it even when it feels like it's not working even though it feels like he may not be there he is there and that never returns void like that always returns in abundance like i have never read god's word and walked away (laughs) not felt closer to god Mm -hmm. and regardless if i read something crazy in the old testament that i'm like well (laughs) i don't know what 
was supposed to get through that. But just putting him first in that way mm -hmm. blesses our relationship. Just wow. like you and me doing something silly, watching some silly video on YouTube, like regardless of whether that was beneficial or like deepening our relationship, our relationship is stronger because of it. And so right. even when you turn right. to your Bible and you don't get anything from it, that is deepening your relationship for God. So just to continue to seek him and follow him. Right. Right. Well, Kristen, I can't thank you enough for the authenticity that you shared in this. And uh, I know that this is something that's so close and near and dear to our hearts. And uh, just know if you are struggling with a dark time, we serve a God who is faithful and you have church leaders who love you and care about you. Um, and I think in particularly um, regarding the pastor's wife, like there is somebody that God gave to this church who has a deep understanding of some of the darkest place, places people have walked through. And we are not exaggerating uh, when we're talking about the severity, depth, and length of the dark time that she walked through. And I would call it the defining struggle of our life as we walk through that brutal reality together. So anyway, our heart's with you. We care about you. Next week, we'll, back, we'll be back with another great episode talking about where is Jesus since we become Christians. And uh, I'm excited to have you join us again for Strong Roots. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.